Welcome into the In the Money podcast for for Saturday, March the 18th at Oakland Park. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. And Jim, we have two graded stakes races on the card at Oakland. Let's start with the eighth race. It's the second leg of their late pick four, which we will try to handicap here. And it's the grade three Whitmore, named for one of your favorite horses, four-year-olds and up. Springer's going six furlongs. Who do you like? Well, I think Chris Hartman's got a pretty strong hand here. Um, my top pick is Tejano Twist, a uh, horse coming out of King Cotton. Got beat by four by Gunite, who would be probably three to five in here. So going to take a shot with Tejano Twist, a three-to-one morning line. But the other Chris Hartman horse, Edge to Edge, who's four-to-one on the line, is in better form right now. Last two buyers have been 102 and 100. He busted out to a 102 buyer back in January, and you would think he would have bounced last time out. He came right back up and then bounced and backed it up with a 100. So um, Chris Hartman is on fire at Oakland. He's winning at a 32% clip. And uh, he's got Arietta and Juarez on there. So I, I think he'd do worse than, than just go with his two horses. I'm going to go a little bit deeper in the pick four. I'm going to use Cogburn for Asmussen, just thinking that uh, this horse came off a, a long layoff, an eight-month layoff, and won an allowance race as a prep for this. And if he moves forward from that one, in his second race for his four-year-old year, it's a little younger than these other horses and has a lot, has, you know, room to improve. So 94 buyer last time out, you know, nine winners of three lifetimes. So Cogburn is three for six lifetime with two seconds. So got to use him. And I'm also going to use Flash of Mischief for Carl Broberg. Again, you look at the buyers, and he's got a 104 and a 103 in his pocket, one of them open on a sloppy track. Uh, so that might be uh, a little bit downplayed, but that he was 3-2 to two that day. He came back in the King Cotton and got beat by Tejano Twist and miles ahead. So I just think Flash of Mischief has a shot with Broberg. But uh, top two picks are Chris Hartman horses, the two and the four. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a strong uh, one-two punch. I did try to beat him with Cogburn. Um, I like the, the 94 buyer off the layoff. And then the works, a couple of really sharp works for Ashton, and then that easy half mile before the race that is uh, usually his uh, signature move. And this horse has won three times from six starts. And I'm like you, I think being a younger horse, maybe might have some upside left to tap into. And when Asmussen gets these sprinters going good, uh, they can uh, move up the ladder. So I'm going to take Cogburn, but uh, definitely want to use the two Hartman horses. I had Tejano Twist second and uh, Edge to Edge third. Uh, Tejano Twist got really good last fall and uh, has stayed there. And then uh, Edge to Edge with those two 100 or better buyers. So, um, And if I went deeper, it would be Flash of, flash of Mischief, so we're really – all on the uh, same ones here. The ninth race is the Grade Three Essex Handicap, four-year-olds and up, and a mile in the sixteenth. And I ended up on Silver Prospector, the horse that um, has flashed some uh, big upside at times, been inconsistent. But boy, that last race, second start off a layoff, so maybe he's finally putting it all together as he's gotten older. Because it was a ninety-seven buyer, big improvement. And he had a really bad trip. He was four or five wide pretty much all the way around. And then when they turned for home, he just ran away from them. And if you watch the gallop out, it looked like he could have run around again. Uh, he just uh, really impressed me at, at how 
you know, easy, he won that race. And if the third start off the layoff produces another move forward, then he's good enough to win against these. Nice workout on March the 11th. A couple of wins in the bag at Oakland on, if you look back on his record. So if he is as good, as he has gotten as good as he looked in that last race, then I think he can do this. Uh, Forza Dioro, Dioro for Brad Cox was the uh, one I initially picked before I found the way to Silver Prospector. Forza Dioro uh, made improvement in the second start for Cox, so that uh, bodes well. Last Samurai had a 105 buyer last time. Uh, three wins uh, at Oakland, but not really drawn well in that 10 hole. Uh, Vittorio coming in from Florida with a 100 buyer in the uh, first time for the Mott Barn. Now making the second start off the layoff. You've got to respect that horse. And then just on back class, I'm going to uh, take a look at Tawny Port in this race. Second start off a layoff and kept top class company as a three-year-old. So um, you're probably going to be a little surprised when I uh, tell you my ticket structure for the pick four, but um, I ended up on Silver Prospector here. It's a nice race. Who did you end up on? It's a nice race. Uh, I ended up on Last Samurai, and I'm not a huge D. Wayne Lucas fan these days, but you know, he's winning a 12% clip, and he's got some really good horses. And this horse in the Razorback came from almost dead last and ran him down the stretch at a mile and a 16th. Uh, the horse has got uh, – he, he had a mile and an eighth in his pocket the last five races before that, so he's certainly fit. And if he gets a, uh, a contested, excuse me, a contested pace up front, which he he should get with Call Me Fast and Classic Causeway and Forza de Oro, so I think it sets up well for him coming out of it. Also sets up well for horses you didn't mention. I'm probably not going to use unless I cut back on another ticket on another leg. If I use my if I bet my own ticket, uh, Rated R Superstars twenty to one. And this horse has won five races at Oakland, and he wins when you, when you least expect it. And he comes from out of the clouds, just like uh, Last Samurai has done the last couple races. So um, maybe put him on your ticket. He's going to be closing, so maybe underneath the other horses. Forza de Oro and Last Samurai were the two horses I'm going to use in the pick forward. I'm just going to stick with those two because I think Forza de Oro has a good chance to put away the cheaper speed and go on with it and improve on that Louisiana Stakes race that he won last time, or got beat by half a week last time out to Happy American. So, towards the O.O. and Last Samurai, with Last Samurai getting a slight nod. Let's go back and pick up the start of the late pick four. It's race seven, allowance option for line for four-year-olds not going a mile to the 16th. It's um, a uh, race that I thought um, there was no definitive standout, but um, a well-matched group. Where did you end up on? Who did you end up on? Yeah, one of the hardest things about handicapping Oakland this year has been they've had a sloppy or a muddy track probably 80% of the time. <clears throat> so you look back, <clears throat> excuse me, these horses that that ran well or did not run well on a muddy track, you got to figure out what they're going to do. I, I don't think any rain's forecast for Saturday, so they're going to get a fast track. Spa City, for example, ran really poorly on a muddy track last time out, got beat by 12 to Silver Prospector and Superstock, but Going back two races on a fast track at a mile of 16, he had a 90 buyer and a $100,000 optional claimer. So uh, that's that's a little bit better race than, than this one is. Um, so Spa City has a shot. Frosted Grace is probably going to be the favorite. Uh, he didn't run very well on the sloppy track last time out, and he got 89 buyer. He only got beat by a neck, though. 
So, but that was that was a step down from his first race back off the layoff. So he has a chance to move forward. Kapuna for Calhoun and Thomas Shelby. I'm going to throw in as a uh, possible. This horse, when he was really good, was wire to wire, a good strong horse. And he hasn't gotten an easy lead the last couple of times. Uh, again, he didn't run well at sloppy track last time. He's better on a fast track. So. I think it's wide open. I'm going to go four deep, and that might not be enough in here. One, two, four, seven. You might have somebody else in mind. Yeah, I've got uh, one different from you, but uh, I end up with Frosted Grace on top. Uh, horses in top form for Diodoro and uh, making his fourth start with this barn off a claim. This horse has good speed, doesn't need the lead. I'm a little, little leery of a horse that has uh, a good number of second-place finishes. And with a jock who I don't think is a great finisher, but um, Frosted Grace is uh, going to be my pick just because I think uh, Diodoro's uh, going really well at this meet and uh, maybe has improved this horse. The six ain't life grand I used. They thought enough of this horse to run him in the Travers last year off a, a big figure win at Prairie Meadows. And as a four-year-old, may have some more upside than some of the others. So I'm going to take uh, ain't life grand on my ticket. Thomas Shelby with 11 wins uh, I've got to use. If I went deeper, Caputo would be the other one I would use. Um, he's, uh, he's hot, but he is going up in class in this spot. The 10th race finishes up with Maiden Arkansas Reds, Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up. Tough way to finish a pick four. I, uh, I took Nagala, the nine on top, but Moquette and Beheron on a first-time starter, uh, but just off those connections. If the 13 draws in for Diodoro, Street Painter, then I definitely would want to include that one. Um, Magnolia May, uh, just because uh, I think you, you want to have more than just those first two I mentioned, and especially if Street Painter doesn't get in. Uh, not particularly convinced of Magnolia May as a strong win candidate, but I was uh, less convinced of others. And then the Gold Strategy, the eight. Uh, was fourth off a long layoff, so might have some improvement uh, in the second start off that break. So that one was worth looking at, I thought. But uh, I don't know. Where did you end up in race 10? Uh, I've got some weird angles in this one. Um, I use Nagala, too, because I like Juan Moquette and I like Bayerano. They're they're very good together. First-time starter, uh, even though it's not a maiden, maiden claimer, so I like to use first-time starters. This is like a maiden claimer. It's a very weak race. Arkansas breads are certainly not as fast as uh, Kentucky breads are, <clears throat> but they pay the same money when you hit them, so you've got to figure out something. Street Painter would be my favorite if she draws in. I'm going to use Magnolia May because I have a white lab named Magnolia, so i got to use Magnolia May, May. And then I'm going to use another angle on the four horse, and you may not know this because you're not quite as old as I am, but you know where that name came from? Hey there, Joji girl. All right, repeat that name again. You cut out. Hey there, Joji girl. J-O-G. Oh, it's song, yeah. Yeah, by who? The New Seekers? The Seekers. It wasn't the New Seekers. It was okay. the Seekers. Hey there, Georgie girl. It's G-E-O-R-G-Y. So I thought, I'm not going to sing it for you, but I'm going to use that horse. And also, <laughs> a horse had a 48 buyer last time out. Fits well with this bunch. And Magnolia May was right there with her. You know, there, there could be a huge bomb in this race. I'm not a kid just, so if you can afford more, go for it, because there's not a lot of form there. So... Um, tough race to finish up to pick four. And because of those uh, last couple of sentences there that uh, you just uttered, I'm going to structure a ticket 
uh, in a uh, in a manner in which I, I don't have supreme confidence, but I'm going to go two four six to start, then two four nine. I'm going to single Mr. Pro- or Silver Prospector. If Mr. Prospector is in here, I'd really feel good. But uh, Silver Prospector, I'm going to single. Uh, I was just so impressed with that last race that I'm just going to take a stand that uh, he has uh, found another level. And then if I'm right, I'm going to have all in the last leg for a $54 ticket. Uh, I don't think this is going to, you know, unless you hit something big in that last last leg, uh, and that's why I want to have all. I don't know if it's going to pay a lot. Last week, I think I structured my ticket uh, in a way that uh, produced a winning pick four ticket that lost money. So yeah. I didn't yeah. want to get uh, uh, to a big budget in this spot. So I'm going to get it at $54 by singling Silver Prospector, but – um, I'm not uh, supremely confident in that move. How did you put your ticket together? Well, that can certainly happen on that last race, though, because there was an Arkansas bred race in the uh, – I worked the NHC last weekend in Vegas, and um, there was a 17-to-1 shot in a maiden claimer that was Arkansas bred, and nobody in the final table out of 10 players had it, and it would have made uh, – there's a guy from from uh, Lexington that finished fifth. It would have put him second if he had used that horse, but nobody used it. It was a first-time starter, so – there's a lot of chaos there, so I think all is a good move there. Silver, Silver Prospector is a strong single, too. My ticket and yours don't look anything alike. I've got uh, 1247 with 2479, so we do agree on the principles of the second leg. And I want to use 710. I'm not using Silver Prospector in the third leg with 491113, and my ticket is $64. Best of luck wherever you are playing this weekend. A lot of great hoops to watch, but make sure you have money in your Keelan Select account so you can play the horses as well. And we'll be back next week for, I believe, it'll be Louisiana Derby Day for our In the Money podcast from KeelanSelect.com.